Tailgater Sports. That's right. Hello, everybody. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports. My name is Eric Roberts. You may have heard me on What's New with Menace, referred to as Nick Soundwave. I don't care what you call me. You can call me by my real name. You call me, hey, that guy over there on the podcast. It doesn't matter. I'm just glad you're here with us listening to another episode of this fine Tailgater Sports podcast. We got a great episode planned out. We're going to talk strip club menus. We're going to question why the MLB just can't get anything right. Manfred to the moon, right, Randy? Manfred to the moon. But before we get into any of that, I have two other guys with me who are going to ride shotgun through this episode of Tailgater Sports. The first guy I'm looking at him, he has sunglasses on, a cigar in his mouth, and one of the dopest ice hockey jerseys I've ever seen. The only thing I can describe it as, very Mike Ditka, if he were a (laughs) hockey player or coach. I'm going to explain a little bit more why he's in this getup in just a few minutes. Let's bring in the other guy first, the third guy of our trio. His name is Tyler. He is our punching bag. He is the only guy who did not cash in on one of Randy's first ever sports bets. His name is Tyler. How you doing, Tyler? You know, I'm doing a lot better. Had a week to get over the whole Rocky Steps incident. I feel like I have recovered. I feel like I'm back to being my normal self, licking my wounds, making sure I'm good. I, I'm good to go. It's always about how you recover from those moments, not how you take the blows and, you know, you, you, you body bag the punches or whatever. It's about how you get up and you keep going, Tyler. So that's good to hear. But I mentioned it. Randy is in this just great getup. We're going to have to post a picture of this on Instagram at Tailgater Sports for you guys to go check it out. He's feeling a little high. He's feeling a little mighty. He's on cloud nine still because over the weekend, he took part in his first sports betting adventure with me. My brother was in Vegas. He took in some money. And let's just say Randy came out with a little heavier pocket. (laughs) Look, I feel like a million bucks because I basically won a million bucks. I let Eric take my money and put it to good use, and I cashed out. No thanks, of course, to Tyler's garbage baseball team, but you know what? That's neither here nor there. I'm a winner. I'm only going to stay about winning. I'm ready to flip that money I got all in. Eight-game parlay. Let's do it. Yeah, so for those who need to get caught up, I mean, guess everybody needs to caught up because I haven't said it yet. So my brother was in Vegas over the weekend. Uh-huh. You know, I like to go all in on parlays. You know, It spreads the money out. It gets exciting, you know. but the thing with parlays... They all got a cash. They do. So I got a five-leg parlay. First four games cash. Everybody takes care of business. Dodgers win. Red Sox win. Cardinals win. Cardinals almost blew it, though. Cardinals almost blew it. Underdog Blue Jays I almost know. blew it against the Rays. Yeah. But the underdog Blue Jays beat the Rays. This was on Saturday, the first Saturday of the baseball season. Yep. Randy's nervous. I'm like, hey, sweating bro, it. just chill out. It's all I'm right. sweating it. So I'm trying to explain to him the ups and downs of sports betting, right? You know, you got to ride with the punches. But for the most part, the parlay as a whole was pretty relaxing. The Dodgers handled business. The, the Red Sox won by like 13. Oh, the Blue Jays them. were up at by like six at one point. Yep. You know, they kind of came back. The gap closed, a little interesting in the ninth. But for the most part, the first four games, phew, easy, easy pretty money. Easy. Pretty easy. It comes down to the fifth and final game of our parlay, the Anaheim Angels in Oakland playing the Athletics. We took the over, over eight and a half. So we need nine runs to score, guys. Yep. And this is where Randy had a strap in for the first time in sports betting. I was sweating, man. It was he was sweating it. I was sweating it. I gave up on the game about three times. And we're texting. Yeah. We need nine runs to cash in. We need nine runs to win our parlay. It's the bottom of the eighth. We have three. So I turn off the game. I'm done. Right. I give up on the game. I get a text in the ninth inning. Tyler saying, Hey, you have a heartbeat. They just tied it up three three in the ninth. So now I'm like, okay, we got six. We need nine. I got six. There's new rules in the MLB. Extra innings, you start off with the runner on second. Thank God for those stupid rules. Otani starts off on second. So I'm like, okay, they get a couple runs. Athletics get a couple runs, walk off. But we can't have a walk off for three. That's only yeah. seven. We need nine. Otani gets caught in an effing rundown. Yeah. The third rundown of the game yep. for the Angels. The third, well, I don't know why they can't run the bases. So this is now, he got caught in a rundown. There's been four different loaded bases opportunities. No runs cash in. I'm starting to get pissed again at this game. The Angels score zero runs. We need nine. We are stuck at six, and they score zero runs. And I'm like, dude, how do you guys not get at least one with a guy on second, no outs, in the top of the 10? So now I'm stressing because a 4-3 walk-off doesn't do anything for us. So now there's a guy on second. I'm like, okay, we need a base runner, and we need a bomb, you know, because we we can't have the 4-3. We need everything to cash in. So bases get loaded, bottom of the 10th. Matt Olson starts the season with a walk-off grand slam. Angels lose. Sexy bastard. 7-3 to the Athletics. They walk off. 
over eight and a half hits, That's ten right. runs. We need a nine. That's right. Randy wins. He starts his yeah spending career with a cash in with a dub. Dude, but all I, thanks to the Angels and their crappy, crappy the, bullpen. Their parks and rec bullpen. But I was sweating because remember, it was like the seventh and it was two to one. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, figure it was going into the bottom of the eighth. Yeah. We had three runs and we needed nine. So yeah. there's what, six outs, nine outs left. And that's that's at the point. I quit, guys. I quit on the game a couple times. I mean, I was texting you, and I was, you know, I had a little sauce. This is yeah, about, yeah. This is it's about, passion. This is passionate. Well, I was a little sauce. This is about hour nine of my baseball day. Yeah, because I was parked. I was parked right. in front of the TV right. watching. Right. You know, Cubs Brewers at ten. You know, flipping Red Sox and the Blue Jays games, and then the Dodgers game, and then the Angels game. So you know, I was tying it on a little bit. So now I'm a little uncensored. I'm texting you guys some pretty mean things about this game. Yep. As it's going on, and I want to show you my my thought process here at one point. So, so at 9.42 p.m. on that Saturday, I tweeted out, looking like I'm going to go four for five and lose on the fifth and final game of my parlay. Yay, sports are back. Crying emoji. That was at 9.42. At 11.06, I tweeted, ha, 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 what the F, Angels A's over cashes, sports are back, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Yeah, because remember, it's it's the eighth inning, Oakland scores two runs. I thought by then, I'm like, okay, the game's over. There's no, how are you going to score this many points yeah. in this amount of time? Even when they tied it up, you, that's six. You need three more, and it's exactly. So you can't exactly bank on a, a, a flurry of runs at one point. Exactly, because after after the Angels score that one run, I'm like, okay, it's the bottom of the ninth. They need one run, and then they win, and it's just, it's not going to get me there. And then they made it to extra innings, and then... And everything fell into place. I, I told you, too, because my girlfriend has doesn't have any internet at her house right now. Uh, shout out to her provider. Um, <laughs> she, was at, she was at my place, and so she was hogging the TV, and I don't have cable because my mom canceled the cable. So I'm like, I'm like damn. You live like, in the wild, wild west. How am, I, how am I supposed to watch this game? So, But I remember, I, I also wasn't even really seeking it because I thought by now, I'm like, okay, it's my chances are gone. So I'm on the uh, I'm on the MLB website and I have the play by like pitch by pitch little oh, dude, screen on. Worse. So I'm clicking refresh, oh. clicking refresh, clicking refresh, blank. Dude. I'm like clicking refresh, ball, clicking refresh, strike, clicking refresh, blank. And then Tyler's text at rolling. He's like, "Oh my god, WTF?" And I'm like, "What happened?" And I'm clicking refresh for 20 <laughs> seconds. Nothing pops and up. That's the problem too, because it's a final score, so it takes even longer for those to go final on the yeah. app. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, refresh, refresh. What's going on? What's going on? And then finally, it pops up seven to three. I nearly lost my mind, dude. It was insane, so intense. So I want to flip this on you, Randy. So you're on cloud nine for your first sports yeah. betting experience. Yeah, you yeah. know the highs and lows they come, right? Yeah, you're gonna, of course. You're gonna lose way more than you win. I'm sure. But now I'm I want to sure. flip it on you. Imagine being that same five game parlay. Yeah. Same thing. Four hits. Uh huh. And we're sitting there and we're winning this whole game because we have the under. Oh. And imagine you see that all fall into place and then the walk-off grand slam and then you lose that way instead of win uh, that way. Imagine that heartbreak. Uh, that's pain. That, that was pain. that was brutal. Was watching the game the entire way and you're in the ninth inning. The over-under, like you said, is 8.5 runs. You're in the ninth inning. There's five runs. All the, all the A's need to do is get one or two outs and the game's over. Jason Castro comes up and God bless. There's a couple people that you both need to thank. First off, you need to thank whoever the home plate umpire was that night oh, because there go. was a very <laughs> there was go. a very close pitch that I personally would have called a strike. Oh, there it is. Umpire called it a ball. The very next pitch, Jason Castro sends it to the moon, <laughs> ties the game 3-3. Okay. I well, I also I also thought too though the fact that Rendon was injured. If Rendon was hadn't been injured, I doubt. You know, I mean, the, the as far as the score goes, I think the score would have been a bit higher too. I mean, so like, my brother brought up that point too because I mentioned like, oh hey, my buddies are doing this parlay bet, and so I was talking about it with him the whole night, and he mentioned he's like, oh, if Rendon was in, the game probably would have been different. Who knows? Maybe the Angels actually would have won. Yeah. Maybe they don't get the eight runs. So I thought, yeah, that's true. That's you know, the thing, man, we All were voting for a winner, it. man. We were we were hoping I for. I don't care who won, derby, dude. I want. I want a slugfest. Like, I'll take an Angels win. I don't care. I yeah. just need effing runs wasn't weren't the bases loaded at one point dude the bases were loaded three different times that day pool host had bases loaded in the first there was and then there was two more bases loaded situations yeah. late in the game zero runs cashed in why i was pulling my hair out why are people still banking on albert Pujols? like he's still in the cardinals or something like this dude <laughs> has this dude is ancient he, he he he's making like he's making ancient money mm-hmm 
and he he hasn't done dick for the team, dude. He, he has one year left on his contract. It's the last year, and then he is gone. Him running the bases, forever. dude, is the most like cringeworthy thing. And he runs like Bartolo Colon. Yeah, it's either a home run <laughs> or a double. That's all he has in him. It's like he's either going yard. Yeah, he's not stretching anything past a double because <laughs> he's like Prince Fielder. Wait, does does um Pujols plays first, right? Yeah, like these guys are built like Tonka trucks and they realize yep. that I, I either have to hit a double to send whoever's on base to third base or I have to send this ball to Mars because there's no way I'm r- yep. running this throw. So it's it's kind of those like sort of like you're in a predicament sort of things. But man, dude, even like because I couldn't watch the game, like I said, just monitoring. I'm like, why is Albert Pujols still on this team? It's not 2007. Mm-hmm. Get over it, but I mean. So, Randy, I, I have a question because you said you're monitoring the game. Yeah, it's the Angels who play in Anaheim, who are local. Couldn't you just throw on the radio? Uh, well, I mean, believe it or not, even though I'm on the radio, I don't have a radio in my house. <laughs> I keep that stuff from my car. So, I, mean, I believe your phone works as a radio if you download the correct app. So, what, what are you doing here, man? Look, Tyler, shut up. I'm rich. You're not. So, suck oh, it up. Okay, yeah, that's, okay. that's what we're all trying to get to here, guys. Randy has a has a little extra, you know. Randy has a little I, income coming. I was in so way. surprised too because I hear obviously about the the you know the betting and stuff, but never in my wildest dreams that I realized that that much money could turn into that much money. Like well, yeah. that's the part that I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, how does that even? Well, the cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we don't need people but, knowing our, our financial status. Yeah, here. It's, it's just like it's but just like no, just that's know the problem. That's I guess not the problem, but that's the thing with parlay bets is you tack on more games and it ups your payout because right your odds basically decrease so it's like basically you're creating your own underdog in a way uh-huh. and you're betting heavy on it and then you throw in an underdog in the in the parlay like the blue jays were yeah and you for the other ones they were they were favorites i'm not gonna lie i mean right but you pick those teams to win because they're gonna win and then you you find an underdog and you toss it in the parlay and that shoots it even higher yeah the only thing i've learned is always bet the over Always bet the yeah, over. Yeah, maybe. But then that's sports betting for you, man. And then you, you go the next day. We were talking about the next day, the, the Red Sox lost to the Orioles. The Dodgers lost to the Giants. And those were for sure wins in our parlay in the first day. Yeah. So, welcome to sports betting, Randy. Uh, it was a wild ride. I, I hope you're with me for a couple more in the future. Oof. Randy has certainly caught the gambling itch because the very next morning, he says, Tyler, get on FIFA. Play me for 20 bucks. <laughs> and I beat I'm Tyler. Just like, my Lord. So, okay. Hey, when you win, yeah, man, you just you get that itch and you get that win. It's, it's just, like a drug, bro. The first one gets you hooked. It's just like you win and you're like, holy crap, I just made money. Yeah. And, and then it's like, I could probably do this again. And then you can't. And then you can't. I know. But it's just it's one of those things where it's like, oh, my God, I just yeah. made X amount of money. Not doing anything. And that's my thing when I go to Vegas. I love sports betting. I'm yeah. a drinker and I, I love to sit and watch the games and yeah. just stress my ass off over these games because right. I'm not really a tables guy. You know, I don't really want to sit down and spend that much time staring at cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play a little roulette here and there and I'll, I'll sit and kill time, get some free drinks at the slots. But, dude, I love drinking and I love stressing out over freaking games all day. And I'll just be sitting there uh. and you'll be walking down the strip and you're trying to find from TV to TV like... Or there's a pitch, or there's somebody on the line, you know, or football. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's. But oh, what's so what's fun. what's crazy though is that coming to the realization during our day of uh, of gambling, I realized all this could have just gone kaput if one of those yeah. four teams had yeah. lost. Oh, dude, it's the worst. It sucks. I'm, it's one of those things too. It's like you kind of you kind of think about it. Would you rather your your game one lose? Yeah. And just be out of it from the beginning. Or stress, 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 and have a hope and have game five lose. Our day could have been done if the Blue Jays fell off and lost in the eighth or ninth when they were when the Rays right. were coming back. Right. But they held out. And then, you know, we could have lost on game five there at any freaking moment, apparently. Oh, man, what but a it's day. one of those things like pick your poison. But what a we day. Won. That's all that matters. What a okay, day. Eric. We got Eric, we got hockey Mike honest... Ditka out of it. <laughs> Eric, I have an honest question. I know Randy doesn't have an answer to this considering this was his first sports bet. Eric, have you ever had a really bad break? Uh, me and my brother had a, we lost a game. I think Kobe hit like a last second, uh, like two or three and we lost on the spread. Um, I've had a couple, I don't really like to, you know, to mope on them, but that's one that sticks out. Me and my brother, we had something going with a, a basketball parlay. That's our thing. We don't, I don't know why I was bet on basketball. Yeah. To begin with. 
baseball, I feel like I can, you know, pick a good pitcher, pick a team that's hot, pick a team that sucks. Right. Um, I dabbled in basketball. I lost my ass a couple of times. But yeah, Kobe Bryant, I think, hit a hit a late three to push them covering the spread. I mean, my brother lost out on something. So maybe that's why I don't like the Lakers so much. I do have one really bad break. The worst bad okay, break shoot. I've ever had. The Malcolm Butler interception. Oh, in really? 49. No, that's I had cool, no. I had a hundred and this is this is me just betting with a couple friends, nothing official in Vegas or anything like that. I had a hundred twenty bucks on Seattle. Oh. I was working during the game, so I yeah. wasn't able to watch it, but I was keeping updated on my phone. My buddy calls me with about forty something seconds left in the game and he says, Hey man, good call. Seattle's gonna win this. I got your money, you know, hit me up after you know when you're done. And I said, Okay, cool. 30 seconds later, he calls me back. All I hear is nothing but screaming, and I couldn't understand what he was saying. So I hung up, I reloaded my phone, and I look and said, Russell Wilson passes Malcolm Butler intercept. Damn it. Damn it. How much was he have won? 120 bucks down the drain. I mean, it was just straight up. I would have won whatever 120 was. So like double that. I don't know. So the Patriots have just been robbing you your whole life. Why are you back in Bill Belichick so hard? So man, I would I would curse him, dude. Because he's broke my heart so many times that now I just feel like like I have to back him. And watch, watch. The now that the the one time I do back him, he's gonna break my heart again. Yeah, well, we told you. We warned you. Yeah, well, things happen, man. Things happen. And you know what, Randy? It's a good thing we cashed in on that, what, the second day of the MLB season. Oh, yeah. Because Corona giveth and Corona taketh, it looks like the MLB is in a little bit of a, I would say, in between a rock and a hard place. Idiots. They are idiots, all of them. For as much crap as they went through getting to this point where they could even have a 60 game season in 66 days or whatever it is, they're stumbling out of the gate here with this COVID stuff. At the same time as the NBA and the NHL are boasting that they get zero new positive results in their uh-huh. bubbles, you got the NHL in uh, Toronto and Edmonton, NBA's down at the uh, Mickey Mouse Resort or whatever in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. In the heart of Orlando, in the heart of Florida, mm-hmm. no new positive tests. They're keeping it nice. They've been playing for a week. Their season starts in just a couple days. While these two leagues are getting it figured out, they're getting it done. The MLB is in the middle of an ish storm, I would say, because you got the Miami Marlins who yep. are in the middle of their own kind of COVID-19 outbreak. At the time of this recording, they have 17 people, <sighs> including 11 players and two coaches, Wow. Involved with the organization that tests positive. The Baltimore Orioles refused to come down and play them in Florida this week. Yep. The Philadelphia Phillies were quarantined because they were just playing them this week. The New York Yankees don't want to play the Phillies in the next couple of days it's because a mess. they were down there. All of it's a and mess. And there's teams saying they're not going to want to go to Miami and play them for their home games in Miami. Everything's a mess. It's a and, mess. And everyone's to blame because, Tyler, let me ask you a question. 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 Do you know do you know why it is that fish in fish tanks typically don't, you know, get killed by predators versus fish in the rivers and lakes? Do you know why that is? Uh let me think. Um because the predators are not in the fish tank. Exactly. Oh. They're not in the fish tank. It's not pretty di- it's not difficult. It's pretty straightforward when you think about it. When you think of a fish, usually associate the fish with the fish tank. Surprise, surprise, the NHL, the MLS, the NWSL, and the MLL were able to figure out that's lacrosse. Women's Soccer League, the MLS, basketball, and NHL. I, forgot, I, think I, I think I didn't mention basketball. They were able to figure it out. You know why? Because they realized, hey, the best way we can combat this is if we keep us to a secluded location where no one can come in and potentially bring the virus. You know who couldn't figure that out because they refused to accept that that was a, the only viable uh, possibility? The MLB. For whatever reason, and it goes back to my rant a few weeks ago of the pretentiousness that plagues the MLB with tradition over logic. Dog, get over yourself. We understand this season's going to be an L. We all, we all chalked it up to a loss. A lot of players aren't playing, rightfully so. They have every right to do so. And by looking at this, you know, it's not surprising that they chose to do it. You know what I mean? Before we recorded, I was going on this little rant about how the MLB likes to act like it's the broke kid of the group even though it has plenty of money. It's like it's like when you have a friend who's like, oh, yeah, man, I don't, I can't go out or I can't give you any gas money. I don't have any money. It's like, dude, I know you're good for it. Your dad works. Your dad makes plenty of money. The MLB makes so much money, and their players are so valuable. The, the idea that they can't just stop acting like they can't afford these things or can't do these things is just preposterous. 
the you have an entire farm system that's getting no pay. Basically, a bunch of baseball guys who are unemployed, and then you have these these pro guys who refuse. It's it's because it's from the MLB and the MLBPA. Like they both couldn't agree on just being in a centralized location. They had to be in their home fields. Oh, we have to be. We have to play in Yankee Stadium. Oh, we ha- we have to play in uh, Dodgers. Day. It's just it's ridiculous, man. It's so silly. I love baseball, and I'm doing exactly what I said I was I wasn't going to do. I'm watching games. I'm getting excited. Getting paid. Getting paid. <laughs> but it's like it's so infuriating when it's it's like the solution was so simple and yeah. so easy. You got two other huge leagues bubbling up that figured it out, and then man. they're like, hey, everybody get on a, a couple planes and. Jet all around the country. So insane. Have, but don't worry. Regionally, we're going to do things regionally. So let's just yeah. throw the whole East Coast and make them fly to Miami, Florida, in the middle of one of the biggest hotbeds in the country and think they're okay. All but right, again, okay, okay. again, the NBA figured it out. The bubble's in Florida for the NBA. Dude, the MLS figured bubble. out. The MLS are playing at, in Florida, too. In a bubble. It's not that hard. Shove them all in a dome and be like, hey, guys. You guys are going to have to live off the land. You're going to be secluded to Chick-fil-A. Uh, the Dodgers are going to be right by McDonald's. Uh, you guys can be in the 420s lounge. Like, obviously, I'm kidding. Don't shove them in an arena and be like, hey, guys, good luck, survive. But it's just... It's, it could have been figured out. It could have been figured out so well. You know how? Having back-to-back-to-back-to-back baseball games. Or just having... or choosing- Just like the NHL. Guess what, guys? The NHL starts today. There's hockey on at like 10 a.m. Pacific. That never happens. But it's they ridiculous. figure it out because of the situation. I don't know, Tyler. You being an M- the M- I mean, I'm an MLB guy. We're all MLB guys, but your league's messing up, Tyler. I don't understand why Manfred couldn't have the idea, hey, where do we do our spring training baseball? We do it all in Florida, and we do it all in Arizona. Hmm. Why don't we just put all the teams that play in Arizona have them stay in Arizona and all the teams that play spring training in Florida, have them stay in Florida, have them secluded in like their own little bubble by their own home spring training stadium. How hard is it to do that? It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand why this man has such a problem running this league. It's not that hard to run. I am 28 i am making nowhere nearly as much money as he is and i have better solutions to his problems i don't understand why this is so hard for him it's so, i just don't get it it's it's so discouraging too because you see what's going on and you don't have to be a genius to see the trend or the 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 direction in which you're going because it's a slow but steady downward spiral the mlb is going in and so i wouldn't be surprised if more players start to back out or if more, you know, more more teams refuse to travel because look now this season this season's on a fast track. This treadmill set onto one speed right. and one speed only, and that's really freaking fast. And you, you saw the hurdles that they had to go through to get the Blue Jays a new home. They were going to yeah. be in Pittsburgh, and then that fell through, and then they eventually fell back into Buffalo. But even now, you know, they're pushing their home yeah. opener down the line because they had to get the stadium up to par. Like this is all such a huge headache, and now teams are just gonna be like. Yeah, we're not going to Miami. Yeah. Na- look at the Nationals. Like I said, the, the 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 season is on one speed, and that only that speed is fast. And now you have the Nationals who are like, "Yeah, we're not going to go." What do you do with those games? Who gets to win? Both teams. You can't. I mean, obviously, you can be as mad as you want at the Marlins, but you can't. Yeah, they'll have to reschedule them, double headers here and there throughout the season. But it's like the thing is, it's sixty games in sixty yeah. or sixty six days. I mean, you, like that. you can't take the game away from them. It's not their fault. They just they got sick. It's the it is the league's fault. You have nobody to blame but the league. Tyler, I gotta ask you, man. In your in your opinion, do you think the MLB season is going to actually fully, you know, complete its run, or do you think it'll it'll implode before we reach that? I'm gonna go ahead and say that it'll go to the end of its run, just because it's so short. However, I will also say I would not be surprised if a lot of big name players start dropping out randomly throughout the middle of the season, maybe because they're scared of COVID, but also because they realize their team has no shot and they're like, hey, I'm, I'm just done. Yeah, yeah, man, that's a possibility. I mean, I think it's going to get finished. You think so? At what capacity? I don't know, because they this is the reason they set up these protocols. This is the reason they expanded the roster. That's why I'm saying I don't know what at capacity because an outbreak like you got on Miami, yeah. say that takes out an outbreak similar to that in New York. Right. And all of a sudden you don't got the New York Yankees or same thing, yeah. a similar outbreak you got in Miami in L.A. Now you don't got the Dodgers. You got their B squad. You got Yankees B squad. That's what I'm saying. They'll figure a way to get this out, I think, just because there was such a hassle getting it going. 
But I don't know what it's going to look like when, you know, whoever lifts the World Series trophy at the end of the season. It could be the Colorado Rockies just because the entire rest of the West region fell off completely. Yeah, I, I mean, you also keep in mind, if these things do ravage their ways through the majors and they do cause players to uh, drop out, we're looking at potentially just a minor league season. Anyways, right. it's basically going to be like the Rancho Cucamonga Quades versus the Chattanooga Lookouts. Exactly, and that's or, why they expanded the rosters. Like, they're not going to shut this down because no. it's it's going to happen, and that's why these protocols are open. And Robert Manfred's not going to take this L, I don't think. I don't think the MLB as a whole take this L, but the MLBPA, yeah. the players, once they start pulling out, they're like, you know what? This is your headache now. We tried. You obviously didn't do this right. And the, the but, I, but problem, I also think it's important to look at, to also call it the MLPA as well, though, because they're not bloods on their hands, too. Like, this is collectively just one yeah. big crap show on time. all their look, parts. We obviously don't know all the logistics yeah, and stuff. Yeah, of seems, course. But there probably wasn't enough time to figure out a bubble situation. Remember when they first talked about coming back, they were talking about the Cactus League and the Grapefruit League yeah. and their own bubble things in Arizona. And that's when we first started. Like, dude, hell yeah, region setups. Makes sense. Everybody in one area get all day baseball. But then it fell out. The contract talks screwed everything up, and they probably ran out of time to do any of that. So stupid. So, so, so stupid. Baseball, by far, is probably the sport with the most accessible fields. There are so many baseball fields scattered across the country. And again, like Tyler brought up, you have the leagues in Arizona and Florida. How was this so difficult to figure out? How I just, I don't get it. It does not make sense. There is no other league Literally no other sports league that is doing the kind of traveling that the MLB is doing. Nothing. Literally no one. So I, I don't get it. I yeah. don't understand. Oh, no. I, I think the ironic thing is, is that Manfred has come out and said that the Marlins outbreak is not a, no. quote, nightmare scenario. Yeah. It's yeah. like we. Okay, then we, what exactly is a nightmare scenario? Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to read that exact quote. And then he goes on to say, it's not a positive thing. Oh, really? But I God. don't see it as a nightmare. That's why we have the expanded rosters. That's why we have the pool of additional players. Okay, what if those run out, man? Dude, that sounds... Oh, my... Does, does he realize what he's... There's a Metallica song called Disposable Heroes, and basically the premise of the song is talking about how like these guys get bred for war. They die just to be replaced by yeah. somebody else. Manfred is pretty much saying, look, sure, this is a bad look and this is tough, but... Uh, for every one guy, I got two more ready. Yeah, I mean, and you got players. What, who, what? You got players who are dealing with it. Eduardo Rodriguez is shut down for yeah. the foreseeable future because he has a heart condition through his yeah, COVID positive test. Um, Freddie Freeman had a pretty emotional quote um, through his availability through Zoom because he had he was diagnosed with COVID nineteen. He's like, dude, I prayed one night, like, don't take me because I peaked at like one hundred four degrees. Yeah, He's like, I didn't go to bed because I didn't want to peak while I was asleep. Like, there, there's some like pretty vocal people coming out about this stuff now. And I think only with you know a wave of COVID tests through Miami and, you know, who knows about where the next one will come out. It's going to be interesting to see how they deal with another wave, but it's not the nightmare situation. It's not a nightmare situation, like, guys. This is what this is what the protocols are for. Like, think about this. Really legitimately think about this. All jokes aside, you're supposed to tell me that, let's take Toronto, for example. The Toronto Blue Jays, a team that has no home field, even though they had an affiliate home field, right. they had, quote unquote had no home field. You're supposed to tell me that they were going to travel plane by plane to spot to spot to spot to spot. Fatigue, you know, the mental mental exhaustion, a worldwide pandemic. How does that make mm-hmm. any and this sense is exact at all? Reason Toronto kicked them out and said you're not playing your home games in Canada, or Canada kicked them out. Technically, yeah, makes no sense. Guess what? They're not letting a plane of Miami Marlins who just dealt with their own outbreak into their country. Like makes, this is so much bigger than just MLB at that point. Haven't you people seen or heard of Resident Evil? Do you know how Raccoon City <laughs> ended up as Raccoon City? It didn't just happen. They people came in when they shouldn't have come in and they infected other people. I did like also when I'm looking like the. Mariners going down to the uh, to Houston. That's a long flight, dude. Yeah, that's not just that's a flight they normally don't make, right. and that is a bitch of a flight. And, it, and that also boils down to it's like okay, well, you're trying to like reduce travel for some of these situations. It comes down with some of their interconference play in college athletics. Yeah. It's like oh, they're saying you know teams that can't play each other because they're in different conferences. When some of them are just down the street with from each other. But, no sense. But you're allowing so and so to fly here because it's it's in your conference, but not bus travel from yeah. you know down the road two hours. And the reason why this is so and the re, another reason why this is so terrible is because MLB is going to ruin it for everybody, and this is why. So the MLB is showing that you'd have to be basically inept 
have the mental capacity of a salamander, such as Manfred, hashtag Manfred to the moon. And the reason why this is so bad is because they're proving that this whole model of traveling, even with no fans, is not. You it's, need to bubble up, dude. It's not good. It doesn't work. And the reason why this is so bad, like I'm saying, like I'm been, like I'm saying, is because college sports. The college sports want to maintain their their entire season with just interconference teams. Mm-hmm. This is showing us, hey man, it's not going to work. There's a flurry of NFL players pulling out now. I mean, I know Tyler might have a little bit more of the list, um, but a bunch of New England Patriots guys have pulling out today yeah. on the hills of this MLB breakout. You don't think the NFL and their players are watching? Like seeing yeah, hey, man. NBA, NHL bubbled up, zero positive tests for what, two weeks now? Anybody who had to do their thing got quarantined and were good to go. The MLB is like, yeah, let's hop on planes and fly all over the country. And they're having an outbreak. And guess what? That's when teams start pulling out. And you gotta be- you gotta believe the NFL and the NFL players are watching, like, uh, you expect us to go down and play the Miami Dolphins? NFL, here's an idea. Hear me out. Because I don't think we're gonna have we might not have college football again because of the whole model of traveling. Although I feel really bad for those players because a lot of those guys are on their last years and they're hoping this year was the year they can make a splash. And now it's like, what do you do now? You know what right. I mean? But here's an idea, NFL. New York, Los Angeles, hubs. If you finish the stadium in time, the Rams, Chargers, we've got that. You've got the Coliseum. You've got the formerly known uh, arena known as StubHub. Yeah, they'd have, that have I always a forget more about hub cities and, uh, and but, just keep everybody in the city and, and yeah, hit those spots because that would New York, tear up the fields. New, so you got New York. So you got MetLife. You, you could uh, bus it to Buffalo. Bus it to Buffalo. That might be a little far, but you can bus it to Buffalo. Uh, Trent, well, not even that though. You got, you got, so you got uh, MetLife. You have a multitude of universities like West Point. True, very true. West Point has a field there. Um, the Navy Army. They transformed the no. It was like I think it was Navy Notre Dame. They transformed Yankee Stadium into yeah, hell a field. By this time baseball probably done. Just transform that into a football stadium and leave it that and way. And hear me out. Check this out, guys. Check this out. I'm talking games. Every other day of the week. Screw Sunday. Screw Sunday. I'm talking Monday night, Wednesday night, Friday night, Sunday night. So these guys are playing like bam, 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 bam. But these teams, like these interdivision teams, the way it works is you're set to a certain day. So it's like, so the AFC, let's use the AFC East, right? The AFC East plays on Wednesday. So every single matchup is going down to Yankee Stadium, MetLife, and West Point. So they're playing. So the next week they're playing is on and Wednesday. They still have their seven days off, like they always complain about their short weeks, but exactly. they have their regular timetable. Might be a little different Wednesday to Wednesday, but they still have their seven days off. Uh-huh. Like they're always complaining for when they yep. have their Thursday games. Yep. Ooh, did Randy just solve it? The NFC North, the NFC North plays on Thursday. They play mm-hmm. their game. So each team plays their plays their opponent. Bam, bam, bam. MetLife, Yankee Stadium, West Point, and so on and so forth. And all this is going down. While the other side of the country is also playing the games. Hell, you know what? Why don't we do it Tuesday, Thursday, whatever, whatever. The other days I didn't mention on the East Coast. That way we have football every single day. Divisions playing their games. Man, just imagine a world like that where people use their minds and <laughs> and just and just critical thinking and just gave the public Rob what Manfred they want. Figuring everything out, dude. This Tyler, think about that. I want you to take a second to just imagine, imagine. that. Tyler NFL. wouldn't leave his room, man. We'd have to, we'd have to like crane his ass out because he would just eat, drink, and watch football all week. Tyler, NFL there... football every day. I'm talking every, maybe even every other day. Imagine a Look, world like that. I, I, I know. I said I was hoping that this furlough doesn't last longer, <laughs> but in this one case, of, uh, I, might, I might be okay with it, dude. Because but even then, if if I don't get furloughed, I'm gonna be watching these games and showing up. Tired as hell to work Dude, the like, next morning just because we, we stayed up till ten thirty. I don't think people understand this. Like just to to kind of go off the podcast beaten beaten track here or beaten path. NHL. I'm so excited for this. I really am. Even though the Ducks are out, I know the Kings are out. Oh yeah. Dude, whatever all day it sucks. Hockey. But it's like this means at any point of the day I can turn on the TV and there's a hockey game on. Yeah. It's it like doesn't March matter. Madness for all of sports. Oh. The same thing. The NBA is getting going before the NHL. So oh, then yes, you'll right have now. baseball oh, all day, God. like baseball does, when, however long it lasts. This is amazing. Then you have the NBA and the NHL. This is literally like a full sports March Madness setup, yeah. and it's going to be the best thing ever. And it's probably going to like, you know, deteriorate or, you know, pull away from some of my social skills because I'm going to be locked in Screw. to my TV for, what, two months at least yeah. until these playoffs yeah. are done. And also, like, the whole, I don't understand why there is so much combativeness with the whole hub city idea do you you guys have, well we've obviously obviously seen it maybe you guys haven't seen it. you can see it right now on tailgater sports on instagram the way they've transformed edmonton and toronto's arenas 
Dude, it looks like NHL yeah. threes. Dude, it's it looks sick. so cool. It's sick because at the same time as everybody's poking fun at these cardboard cutouts of the MLB, the NBA and the NHL took their time. They got their bubble city set up and they totally turned their their courts slash arenas into all promotionaries. It's got the NHL seat covers. You got sick ass LED boards behind the the basketball yeah. benches that have team specialized fans and cheers and graphics. Like it looks dope. It looks like a sick ass video game. It looks cool. It looks really cool. But at the same time in the MLB, you got somebody's uh, poodle sitting out in the in the low section at Dodger Stadium. Even, but hey, it's fun. Even even over the weekend, I was at my girlfriend's house. Her dad was watching Mexican soccer. The soccer leagues, they've used, uh, they they basically, what they've done is they've blanketed the entire stands, like the grandstands, yeah. and all it is is one giant Zoom call. So it's just like, I'm talking like 40 people lined up uh, box by box, just cheering on their team with their jerseys on. And Your big hang up through all this stuff that would be is like uh, their thing, their obsession with tradition. Even, ah. the, even their like moment to shine and just think outside the box, they go cardboard cutouts. And you got the NBA, NHL, um, MLS, and WNBA with dope ass LED signs, futuristic yep. imaging, yep. cool, yep. cool effects <sighs> on the walls behind them. It's sick. It's so annoying, and I, I, I know I'm beating a dead horse at this point, where it's just like, oh, you know, tradition over logic, tradition over logic. Dude, get over yourselves. Babe Ruth has been dead for like seven years. No one cares. <laughs> Oh my God! What happened to Lou Gehrig? Sucked. I get it, but Jesus Christ, bro! Oh I my say, God! It's like it's never ending with baseball. It's never ending. We get it. They always have a chance, and they f it up somehow. Tradition. We get it. I will it. say this. I will say this real quick. Shout out to the cardboard cutout at Dodger Stadium in the outfield that nearly got decapitated oh, yeah, by a ball. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, we we need this to show how dangerous it is to actually yeah, attend a major Smith league baseball game. Dodgers I love it. Hit a rocket and it decapitated the cardboard. But it's cutout. like you're dropping three hundred dollars on a cardboard yeah. cutout. You don't even get a confirmation yeah, picture seriously. that you're out there. You, this dude found out he was out there because he got hit by a ball. Yeah. You reach a breaking point where it's just you're exhausted. You're exhausted of the sport that deals out nearly $1 billion contracts that can't seem to grasp their head around, hey, guys, maybe it's time we kind of adjust things a little bit. Maybe it's time we change it up just a smidge. You know what I mean? But like once again, time and time again, baseball has shown us they're so pretentious. Their heads are so far up their asses. They refuse to accept that times have changed. Look, dude. When I go to a baseball game, I'm not going so you can tell me what happened 50 effing years ago. I'm going to watch the game that's in front of me. It's cool and all. It's sick. How awesome. How fun. I'm already standing up in the seventh inning when I'm four beers in singing a song <laughs> I don't know the lyrics to half the time because I'm too drunk. Just you guys had an opportunity and you blew it. You had all the time in the world to figure it out. You had all the money in the world to figure it out. And this is the product we get. And what's transpiring now is what everyone was warning you about and what everyone was saying was going to happen. And now it's sort of, and now they're in the mode where it's like, well, you know, we planned for this. Did you? Did you plan for this? I think we should change our name to the F the MLB podcast because, man, and we've, I say we've been this around out for what, 12 or 13 episodes, man, and we've crapped on them. We've and, tried so hard. And we've say, we say this out of love. Tyler, what's the thing that everyone talks about? If I didn't love you, I wouldn't I wouldn't get mad at you. Or I wouldn't hate you, right? Yeah, something like that. If if I didn't love you, I wouldn't get mad at you versus exactly. if I didn't say anything at all, it means I don't care. Exactly. Like I don't know. Exactly. And we love you, baseball. We love you, MLB. But and you that's see, why we kept, get so you, mad. Yeah, you keep stepping in doo-doo, man, and we just hate smelling it. I hate smelling it, man. Get your... Get your... See, look, you broke Randy. I hope you guys are happy, okay? Randy, the hashtag one more time for the people in the back. Manfred to the moon. All right, let's jump out of the MLB and into the NBA's bubble real quick, guys. Yes. Okay. So if you're on sports Twitter at all, there's no way you didn't see this story find its way onto your timeline over the weekend. Story of the year. Lou Williams caught some heat because he was out of the NBA's bubble, albeit warranted, excused. He left for, yeah. um, uh, I think it was a, a funeral for somebody he knew, you know, valiant reason. But while outside of the bubble... A photo surfaced mm -hmm. of him at the world-famous Magic City Strip Club in Atlanta. So, of course, the Twitter police, the bubble police, the corona police had their field day. This is so irresponsible. How could he be out there? The NBA launched an investigation. But, guys, he had an excuse. I feel that each one of us can get behind. Damn, they have good wings, basically. And I saw a picture of him 
and I one billion percent am on board. And I'm a hypocrite because I know we just we just crapped all over the MLB for doing stupid stuff. But my uh, my only caveat, my only the only saving grace here, and uh, Eric Erica knows, if you lose a loved one, you're kind of in that weird sort of funk mode where you're just like, you know what, f everything, mm-hmm. whatever. When I when I lost my dad, I went through a, an emotional mode, and I bought about a thousand dollars worth of stuff. Not you proud find of your it. comfort somewhere. You find your comfort. Look, he's going to he's going to a strip club that has wings. Apparently, there were no strippers. Apparently, Good. there were no dancers. Helping local he business. He went for lunch. And again, the photo surfaced. I don't know if you've seen the photo, Tyler, but these wings look impeccable. Oh, my and God. These wings look like God-tier wings. They make Buffalo Wild Wings. They just put Buffalo Wild Wings to shame. That's the easiest way to say it. Anything these rub, these not, wings look amazing. Not drenched in sauce. Dude, I, I saw, I saw like, I know we're about to go over the menu, but... I saw on his on the plate that they showed it was like catfish bites and chicken wings. Oh, oh yeah. my god! So man. I know we did. Oh a lot, my god! We did a couple episodes. Would you break the bubble for? Yeah, I would probably break it for oh, those easily. Wings, and again, <laughs> easily. Dude, this dude didn't break it. He didn't break the bubble. He no. was excused and stopped in for lunch on his way home. Where's wherever he was going? He stopped in for lunch. One in Rome. The best. Do? The best when part about him stopping is his buddy. Uh, what's his, what's the rapper's Jack name? Harlow. Jack Horror. Jack uh, The best part is the when his excuse for putting up the picture. Oh, I was just reminiscing because I miss him. <laughs> bro, you got masks That's, on, bro. That might be, the, on. That I, might I, be the best bromance excuse I've ever heard in my entire life. I think the part I love too is I can already tell what the text exchange was. It, it was Lou was probably like, "Yo, man, WTF? What what are you gonna do? Like, like, bro, I got this. Don't trip. I got it. I got it." If you're Lou Williams, if you're anybody, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like the Derek Jeter thing when he used to have. He has his rumored thing. You, you yeah. check your phone at the door and you got a gift basket on your way out if he's one of his, his female companions for the night so cool if you're if you're a celebrity if you're any kind of recognizable person unless you want the attention aren't you telling your boys your friends put your effing phones away w- when you're with me yeah. especially when i'm at the strip club eating wings with you during the middle of a pandemic and i left the damn bubble yeah like, he would have never gotten caught don't you have a rule like hey bro don't post any photos oh, okay with but here, here's the question though would it have been worse had he not said anything and a picture hadn't gone out and then the potential possibility that he got sick and then brought it to the bubble or no. just him getting caught with the picture. No, I think the him with if he didn't post the picture, he would have never gone caught. No, if I he know, checks I know, back I know, into but the bubble because he's gonna get screened. He has to do his quarantine yeah. period. It's not like he would have brought anything back in. He would have been quarantined. Mm-hmm. The bubble would have been safe. It's not like he's just driving right back in at practice and infecting people. I mean, he he's, he probably had to quarantine himself anyways when he got yeah, back. And people are pissed because He's now on a 10 day whatever. He's gonna miss he's gonna whatever. miss, I think, one seeding game against the Lakers. Whatever. The Clippers Ooh. are the Clippers are kind of locked into where they're at. I don't think they're gonna catch the Lakers even if they win out. Yeah. So people are putting that towards him. It's like it's irresponsible. Perkins got in a little Twitter beef with them saying Zion's more responsible because he went out, ah, came back. Perkins in. is a clown. But yeah, Perkins, you know, there's Twitter jabs. There's Twitter jabs going everywhere. And it's, you know, it's a talking point because it's low hanging fruit. What the hell is Lou Williams doing? But Lou Williams got some backers, man, because Magic City is really famous. Tons of people have gone there. Tons of people are saying, yo, the food's good. Yeah. And then there's pictures coming out of the food. So real quick, guys, I want to go over some of the menus. Uh, I want to go yes! over some of the items on the menu yes! from Magic City. Okay, Magic I'm City so Strip excited. Club in Atlanta. Tyler, how have you not gone? You're a Falcons fan. How have you not gone to Atlanta? I was planning on doing it this year for the Falcons Raiders game. I may still do it this year. I did see a report that if the NFL does decide to allow teams inside of their stadiums, it's going to be capped at about 14, 15,000 people. I might drop the money to go see a ticket and you could bet damn sure that I will be stopping at this club just to get some of these wings. Talk about the pub. And this thing wasn't like, this thing is famous, you yeah. know, to the but it's a niche thing. Strip clubs are a niche thing. So a lot yeah. of people are like, oh, it's a, but like this thing's a pretty popular strip club in Atlanta, in like, the strip club scene. Like, we like know, I want to throw this. We know people who lived in Atlanta and they're like, oh, you know, it's on, it's on a rough side. Of, it's on a rough side of town. We're like, well, no, duh. Every strip, strip club, club is. Yeah. And that's I what makes the food so good. How grateful are you? If you're Magic City, that you have gotten this much publicity, not just in general, yeah, but, but in the middle people? of a, but in the middle of a pandemic, dude, we're in California. We had no idea this place existed. A lot of people outside of Atlanta, probably, like a lot of people in Georgia, probably don't know that they're this Uber place eats. existed. I bet you they're, now you yeah, know. I mean, if they're serving people in house, I bet you their Uber Eats deliveries are through the roof right now. If you look up on Twitter, strip food, strip club food. You'll see a lot of tweets and people talking about how, yo, man, people sleep on strip club food. So I have a challenge before we get into the menu, a challenge that I wanted to present to the table 
to our one only bestest bud in the world, Tyler. Tyler, are you oh, there? Geez. Are you ready for this? Uh, Tyler, I'm, I'm going to ask you to do a food review of one of your local strip clubs. Oh, Just yes. get order something off the menu. You know what? I'll even pay for it if you don't want to pay yeah, if you don't dude, use the money. I'm down for this. I will pay you to go to a strip club. Don't even have to really go in. Just get the food and take it home. You're helping local businesses, you're helping the you're helping the the ladies there, you're helping everybody, the employees, all that stuff. Get some food from a strip club, review it and give your honest opinion to us. How does that sound? I will get back to you on that. I am intrigued. Um, I need to find out where the nearest strip club is from me. So that, that's going to be interesting because I would prefer to Uber Eats it so I can kind of get away with like, well, I didn't technically go to the club. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so, we well, I mean there's nothing house. wrong with you going in the club. You're just picking up the food. You're not. Yeah. I mean, who's going to get you? Food. You know, then I realized like, damn, I got to put these girls through college. Got to throw a little bit of money. <laughs> I got, I got to be like Rob Parker throwing school supplies Rob on stage. Parker, you know, yeah, uh, Rob Parker, man, <laughs> I sent great, Randy, I, I sent Randy that Rob Parker tweet. My God, I have not had that much yeah, of a laugh in, in a long time. He was time. in Atlanta for the the Super Bowl. Guess what was the the hot spot for all the people there for the Super Bowl when it was in Atlanta? Magic City. So here we go, guys. Real quick, Magic City menu. So right off the bat, I don't know if Lou Will is a frequent visitor. But the first thing that stood out to me, one of their signature styles of wings is the Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue. <laughs> Look at these things. Dude. Okay. Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel himself, Johnny Football, the GOAT, the GOAT, said, believe it or not, the chicken wings at Magic City are the best I've exactly. ever had. So you got the Lou Will Lemon Pepper Barbecue. Is that If that's named after Lou Will, I think you get a pass on oh. any kind of trouble you could get if the damn oh, thick food's man. named after you. Another flavor, little weird name for a strip club, the Uncle Jeff Honey Jerk. No, nope, that's a weird. I don't know name. if I'm going to order not, that. Not after, after no, well, no, no, well, Honey Jerk is Caribbean. I know, but I'm, I'm down with that. Oh, no, it's, not, it's not the Honey the Jerk, jerk part. It's the, in a strip it's club. The, it's the Uncle oh, Jeff, and then followed by Honey Jerk. Yeah, the Uncle Jeff Honey Jerk. Yeah, so I also eat it. Then there's the Juju Rude Boy Jerk. Ooh, that sounds spicy. And then the Justice Magic flavor. The right, justice guys, so magic flavor. So, but then, and then you have your, you know, just your typical seafood option of the salmon, tilapia, Ooh. catfish nuggets. Ooh, catfish nuggets. A that sounds so that fire. Sounds what, about, what about a shrimp good. quesadilla while in the club yes. with the boys, guys? Oh, yes. Oh, I love shrimp. That's, that's, oh, my God. That sounds a little bit smelly, but uh, I'll still eat it. <laughs> mm. Hey. All right, guys. Then you got your, your, you know, your generic chicken options. You got your chicken wrap, the magic chicken strips. Um, you got a chicken sandwich. And then you even got your uh, chicken and waffles option at the at the club. Oh. So I've been to a strip club once in my life. It was a shout to VIP Showgirls in North Hollywood. Went there once because they offered free admission if you printed out a coupon on their website. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, 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 will, I can say that when I rolled in, the, the B team was definitely out there. The ladies on the floor were definitely the backups. But uh, yeah, I didn't mind it. It was an interesting ambiance. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you this much. Maybe it's like a strip club thing we don't know about. Maybe they've got deals with nearby restaurants or something, man. But ooh, the steak I had there, right. solid. There you go. They have, solid steak. They do have your steak and burger option. There's a steak dinner, steak and shrimp. You got you got to keep in mind. Look, the people in the back of the house cooking these foods probably know what they're doing. And, and you know the the only reason why they're probably not working at a really good restaurant is probably either legal reasons or just they know somebody who knows somebody that got them a job. And so I'm really gonna trust them on this. Plus, dude, Tyler, don't lie to me. If you're a chef, right? You're a cook. You can go work anywhere. You can work at Outback. You're with Sizzler. You can work at some place downtown. But if your buddy approaches you like, hey man, I can give you all this money that you're making off the books, and you work at a strip club, how are you gonna say no to that? I mean, I might say yes. I'm, I might say no. I'm not not 100% sure. Also, I will have you guys know, I'm currently looking up flights to Atlanta because this food is so intriguing. I might just you know head out and see. What you stuff. should be doing, Tyler, is looking up nearby strip clubs to go order out from. I'm telling I you. I will also check that right now. Damn, the nearest flight to Atlanta is like 250 bucks. That's out of my budget. And again, guys, this is all easily put to yeah. bed in yeah. the frequently asked questions section of the Magic City website. Do you serve food? Their answer, yes. We have a full kitchen and are famously known for our wings. That's incredible, man. Guys, chill out. The dude went for lunch. That's incredible. It's like we it's like us That's stopping incredible. for Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. Come on. It sucks. Uh, it, I mean, it's bad optics, whatever. He's yeah. at a strip club during the middle of a pandemic. Probably shouldn't be going there, at least no. posting it on Instagram or whatever. No. 
But the dude went for lunch at a pretty well-known place for their wings and After got the After a funeral. Wings. Give him a break, dude. He's mourning. He's gr he's grieving. I don't tell you how to live your life. Don't tell Lou, on, Will, Lou how Will. how to grieve. We're on your side, Lou Will. Ah, uh, Lou, we got you, man. We got you. When you come back, take us to take us message, please. <laughs> Currently looking up strip clubs near Whittier, California, and unfortunately, they are all closed, kitchen included. So Put it on the to-do list, I guess. We'll put I, on guess the list. I guess we'll, we'll, you we'll saved a couple We, we got to find time, and we got to go to a strip club buffet. That's just, the, that's just, that's just the deal. Look, we're going to walk in. They're going to want to give us dances. You ever been to a strip club? strip club. It's pretty intense. You've never been to a strip club. Never. It's, it's literally it's throwing money on the floor and it's, uh, you know me. Yeah, I'm I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I, I paid for a dance and even then I couldn't give, I couldn't let go of that money. Just yanking it. Give it to me. No, no. Damn it. God damn. But check went it out. We got to go in there for strictly for business. Lady's going to approach there you. For, like, went there for my cousin's thing. bachelor party one time, and she basically called me broke, so I just sent her to my cousin. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm done. Be like, they walk up to you and be like, ladies, I'm, I'm here for the fish. The catfish. Thank you. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. While Tyler continues to voluntarily now look up uh, local strip clubs, I don't know why you're going through the images section, Tyler. But uh, um, I don't know what you're talking I think about. We're going to wrap this up here. I mean, we kind of crapped on the MLB again for a full episode, but that seems to kind of be par for the course here recently with how bad of a job they're doing with getting their season back up. But guys, again, we were pretty pumped for the end of the last episode because of the return of baseball. We finally had some pro sports to watch live and in color. But I'm even more excited, guys, because as we're going to wrap this up, I'm going to go home and watch some freaking hockey. Yes. I'm going to go home and watch some freaking basketball. And before our next recording, we'll have regular season games in the NBA. I put those in air quotes because they're kind of like just seeding games before the playoffs. And we'll have technically playoff hockey to talk about and to react to. Before we get out of here, guys, let's give everybody our social media handles. Of course, follow Tailgater Sports on Instagram at Tailgater Sports. Go check that out because we're going to be posting Randy's just Mike Ditka inspired hockey costume oh, yeah. I can get here. He's feeling he's feeling good with a couple extra hundred bucks in his pocket. That, let's say that. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I'm at eSoundWave. Uh, go ahead and give them your handle and a closing thought, Randy. Uh, just a heads up, Tyler. Dames and Games, Topless Sports Bar in Los Angeles on, uh, what is it, on uh, Washington Boulevard oh, is uh, is opening today. So just uh, just a heads up. Washington Boulevard. I'm, that's not a good stretch of street, man. <laughs> it is not. Trust me. I live by Washington Boulevard. I've seen it firsthand. It is not good. Shout out to Dames and Games. Tyler's coming your way. All right. And Tyler, while you look up dames and games, give them a closing thought and where they can find you on social media. That's Hey Randall yeah, on everything, by the way, guys, because he's also now looking up strip clubs voluntarily. I'm trying to find strip clubs to send Tyler to. <laughs> and then surprise, surprise, his only options are dames and games, topless sports bar, Los Angeles, or Hunkamania Mill Strip Club. Yeah, Hunkamania. <laughs> but yeah, follow me on Instagram oh. at Hey It's Randall. That's Hey It's Randall. Randall with one L. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Tyler the Board Up on Twitter and Instagram. My closing thought: If any of you know how to play FIFA, please come back to me because Randy keeps giving me that sweet, sweet work, and I'm kind of over it. By Tyler's now. garbage, man. Tyler is so bad. We mean to stream it. Um, I finally yesterday I kind of buffed out the kinks on uh, my streaming setup, so maybe okay. I might get some time and we want to nice. hop on some FIFA. But yeah, yeah. Tyler is atrocious. Tyler's Keep an so eye out bad. on all the social medias for those links whenever they do drop, guys. One more closing bonus thought: We all know that none of us are going to be able to attend any baseball games or live sporting events uh, this year for that matter. But I did see on KTLA right now, you may not be able to make it to the game at Dodger Stadium because of COVID-19, but you'll soon be able to get Dodger Dogs and other stadium favorites delivered to you. If this is true, I might have to go all in on this. My baseball helmet nachos, they will be coming to my house. Ooh, we might need a, just a at-home food review from Tyler once a week here to see what kind of random food we could get shipped to his house. Dodger Dogs, strip club food. And get your thoughts on the food as it comes down. Yo, if Magic City like freeze dries their food, sends it across country, I will try What's it. What's the app? Gold Belly Menace is always talking about. I think it's Gold, Gold Belly, Belly that does a lot of their state-to-state uh, -state shipping for food and stuff like that for Thanksgiving and stuff like that. We might need to Not try to get some magic. Chippy. Yeah, we might try to get some Magic City wings delivered to Whittier, California. You know, Atlanta, if you're listening. Until next time, let's go watch some hockey and basketball.